Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. A great definition of faith. So the question would be, what are we hoping for and how is it realized? And what is hidden that we have not yet seen which, for which we have evidence? I would like to think that the reason you are here at one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon is because you have faith in this realization that the Lord is saving us every time we do Eucharist, we receive communion, we become one with Him. And this, your presence, is evidence of what many people do not see. That's just one level of talking about it. But I'd like to start with the famous person Abraham, which Hebrews continues to talk about as a person of faith. He is the father of the Judeo-Christian people, maybe lived 1,800 years B.C., 3,800 years ago. And Hebrews reminds us that he was asked by God to move from his hometown in what today would be Iraq, Ur of the Chaldeans, and go through what historians love to call the Fertile Crescent and end up in this strange land peopled with strange tribes of people, what we call Israel and Jerusalem, and began to prepare for the coming of the, the Savior, the Son of God. And Abraham believed then the second thing it talks about is the fact that he was old, Sarah was old, and they didn't have a son, and that a son would come, Isaac. We heard about that story some Sundays ago when the three men told Abraham that the next year when they returned, Sarah would have a son. It also tells us about the great sacrifice of Isaac. That great scene where Abraham takes Isaac up the mountain and is prepared to sacrifice him. And it's Isaac who asks, well, Father, we have the fire, the wood and the fire. Where is the ram? And Abraham says, God will provide. And they find a ram whose horns were stuck in a ramble bush or something. And we know that Isaac is a very much a Christ symbol. And the early church understood that, that God was willing truly to sacrifice his only son. And Abraham understood that. These are realizations of things that we believe in as best we can. And if we look at the rest of salvation history, we know that Isaac had two sons, and Jacob we know better. He had 12 sons, and we know about those 12 sons of Jacob. And one of them, Joseph, gets 
sold into slavery and ends up in Egypt, you should know those stories, to prepare for when his brothers and elderly father would come because of a famine in their land. And that prepares for the great nation out of which Moses would be called to lead God's people back to the promised land because they had become enslaved to build pharaohs, temples, and pyramids. And that story of the Exodus is so central. This is what God has done. He has rescued his people and set them free. He walks with us through the desert, through the Red Sea, through whatever will come. And what we're asked to believe is because God has done all those things with Abraham and with Moses and that Exodus, that Last Supper, that Paschal meal is what Jesus took and shaped into what we are doing right now is evidence of what God has done. Now I hope I didn't put you to sleep, but th th this is important history. Folks don't know history. I'm sorry, some people your age think that history started when they were born. I'm sorry, it, no. We are the great recipients of the folks who've gone before us in faith. So my next question is who taught you? Whom do we need to thank? Probably parents and grandparents, maybe some teachers. Maybe you had a priest or sister who was influential. Maybe it was your spouse who drug you to church and said, become Catholic or else. No, I don't know. Whatever. Who taught you? Who was a great influence in your life? We stand on the shoulders of those who've gone before us. Mark with a sign of faith. We often use that term. This is part of the realization of what we hope for because I would suspect most of them are in heaven, seeing what God has prepared for us. Now it's our turn. How are we teaching? You're not off the hook. It's not just my job, okay? We all must be better teachers, better exemplars of hoping in the Lord. We live in a tough time in terms of the church, the world, our country, whatever. If you know a little bit of history, we've gone through, I think, worse. But the Lord tells us, I am with you. So the final thoughts from the gospel is we have to be prepared. We know not the day nor the hour when we will have to return to the Lord. And he will ask us what we did with our gifts. He's not going to ask the impossible. He's going to say what kind of spouse, what kind of parent, what kind of teacher, what kind of boss, what kind of employee, what kind of neighbor, what kind of sibling were you? 
was I. So, faith is the realization of what we hope for. We, we are realizing what we believe right now and the evidence of things yet unseen. Who knows what heaven will be like? We've had glimpses, but eh, nothing compared to what I suspect it will be. So let us do a better job giving thanks for our faith in those who taught us and a better job sharing that faith, at least by the lives we lead, the words we say, and the love we have.